Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. I'm Zoe Smith Munson. And I'm Cassidy Schrader. For today's Bubbler Talk, we're responding to listener Danny, who asked, How did Milwaukee become so unique in that the city fosters amazing coffee roasters? The first thing we had to find out was whether Milwaukee's coffee scene is in fact unique, and if so, how? So we spoke with local food historian Kyle Sherrick, who gave us a glimpse of America and Milwaukee's coffee histories and cultures. With the coffee scene and the quality of coffee that you can get per capita, per population, Milwaukee, quite frankly, shouldn't have as good a coffee scene as it does compared to other cities. But let's back it up. To properly grasp Milwaukee's coffee scene, you have to have some knowledge of coffee in general. So to understand coffee in America, you really need to look at the history. Uh, and it's kind of an East Coast, West Coast thing. The West Coast started with Pete's Coffee, which uh, a Berkeley institution started in 1966. And the Starbucks guys initially bought their beans from Pete's. But from Pete's, we see all these other brands develop, all these devotees, and that way of thinking about sourcing actually from the farm in Bolivia, in Brazil, in Colombia, in you know, Southeast Asia, in wherever, and then cherishing those beans with the flavor that they have, not over-roasting them and just turning them into one big chocolatey cherry bomb. And uh, that's the West Coast aesthetic. But then there's the East Coast aesthetic, which Sherrick says wasn't quite as artisanal and came out of the Italian tradition. I mean, the great food writer Clementine Paddleford in 1948 said coffee is the Italian espresso, black as an owl's nest at midnight. One sip burns your tonsils and two sips shines your shoes. So that sort of flavor profile coming out of the East Coast, those two grew over time. And we have the 60s and the 70s where people are getting more interested in where their food comes from, the deeper flavors, exoticism comes in in a different way. So it isn't just the Folgers blend and what have you. It's, oh, this, this coffee came from Guatemala. In Guatemala, they grow great coffee in Antigua. In Antigua, then this is the style of coffee. So that's really how American coffee came along. But what about Milwaukee's coffee scene specifically? So the history of coffee in Milwaukee is a really interesting one in that there, of course, really wasn't a scene until the early 90s. And in 1993, we have both Altera, now Collectivo, and Stone Creek coming into existence. So the owner of Stone Creek had gotten the buzz and gone out to Seattle and worked in some Starbucks and kind of gotten the feeling. The, uh, the owners of Collectivo, originally Altera, had started another business that didn't work very well and then moved into coffee. Both of them, interestingly enough, started first in Bayshore and then with a location in Whitefish Bay. So if you want to go to the epicenter of the original coffee culture in Milwaukee, you just go to either Bayshore Mall or Whitefish Bay. I mean, you're kind of right in that North Shore neighborhood. That's where great coffee began. The short answer is because they got to it before most of the rest of the country. I mean, when we talk about big names like Stumptown and Four Barrel and things like that, those don't start popping until the 2000s. So Milwaukee folks were easily a decade ahead of the rest of the artisan or third wave, as it's sometimes called, of coffee. The way that people talk about wine, talking about coffee and considering it and roasting it and presenting it in that capacity, we were doing it a decade before some of the really big names. But it's not just about the coffee itself. It's about the community surrounding the coffee. Ryan Hoban, who owns Pilcrow, just won the America's Best Espresso National Championship with Natural Processed Colombian Coffee. Literally, he won the best espresso in the country. And this is a small shop over on Old World 3rd Street. He roasts his own coffee. He sources his own great micro lots. Um, and he's the guy that owns it. So it wasn't like he had some crack espresso maker or something. So 
we've got great coffee, but we've got people here demanding great coffee. That's a match made in heaven. So we know we have great coffee and great coffee drinkers here in Milwaukee. But is that dynamic unique? Look at Milwaukee as compared by population with a, um, a Cleveland or an Asheville or a Nashville or a San Diego or a Cincinnati or a, a Baltimore or, you know, something like that. We're way ahead of them. Miles and miles and miles. So it's true. Milwaukee is the Midwest's pioneer of great coffee. It is a perfect mix of coffee makers and coffee lovers. For WWM, I'm Zoe Smith-Munson. And I'm Cassidy Schrader. Support for Bubbler Talk comes from Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino, home to 24-7 entertainment, dining, and musical acts, plus additional hotel rooms and Ember Salon and Spa, opening in August 2019. More at PaysBig.com. What have you always wanted to know about the Milwaukee area? Visit WUWM.com slash Bubbler Talk to submit your question.